0: Hey everyone, this is Cameron Williams with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS, where we like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body in Christ. And I'm here with Brian, our... i also like to know where I am physically, too. (laughs) Our jokester of a pastor. Um, But uh, from where I'm standing, you're very physically uh, fit.
1: Oh, thank you. I I appreciate that. I've been been waiting for you to
0: give me a compliment like that. All right, well, let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. So, uh, this last week, um, we were really getting in depth, uh, in our conversations about diversity and how we, um, can look inward to, to try to find, um, what's, what's ailing us in getting closer to each other. Um, uh, our first question, uh, would be, uh, for Brian, of course, and it, it's, uh, is our way the best? How do we look past our own perspectives to find a greater good?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think clearly our way isn't the best because there's times that you realize perhaps that you're wrong, something that you believe for a really long time, and your mind has changed because of people that you interact with. Or when you're trying to solve a problem and you see that there's gifts from somebody else who helps you to solve it even better faster than than you could have. So I I think that's pretty obvious that our way is not always the best, but it's easy to just see the world through your lenses and focus from, from that perspective. And so I think it's really just important that we, uh, this is one reason why we've been talking about this, and this is our last week talking about diversity, so we'll always reminisce about these times, but uh, it's really important to have diverse relationships and different ways of seeing the world because it helps us, I think, to get a, a better glimpse of what the world actually is because if we have more perspectives it's helpful and it's challenging but it's really important at the same time so I think to do that in the last sermon I talked about honoring and using honor as a way to to see other people and I think there's just not enough of that in our world today we don't really necessarily seek first to honor the person who is like right across from you or how can I you know be a blessing to that individual and we don't always um, have that perspective so i would say that a way to do that is just to say i'm going to try to honor the people who are in my community and my sphere of influence and that's going to be my first impulse yeah
0: we tend to think that our opinion is almost a, a bigger opinion than it is that that there are a lot of other people out there that think like us and i think that can be a trap for for us in some ways, because um, because it's like how do you know unless you have that conversation? How do you know unless you talk with the people around you? Um, and I think we can we can get protective with our opinions. Even we can kind of say, "Well, I know that this opinion isn't the best opinion, or or, or our, my opinion isn't um, an opinion that a lot of other people would like." But I still think it's right, and then you never express that. I think that can also be a dangerous trap for us because we we get into this inner monologue and and we just kind of you know roll with that for for however long it takes for someone to come along and convince us otherwise um and so it is it's a good thing to really check yourself and never really you know put so much faith and so much um so much uh like concrete evidence in your perspective. There's always another yeah. one. And
1: really, I, I think it's just a, a terrible way to live that you get focused in on yourself and thinking about whatever it is that is in, in your own way or, or a problem. I told the story in the sermon about how uh, someone was outside and heard a someone complaining when we had a funeral here and there was not enough parking, and they, they were upset because oh, that church is having a funeral. And they were upset about that there wasn't as much parking on the street because of the funeral. And it's just one of those things, like, I fall into that trap all the time. You know, you're driving around, especially a place like L.A. that is very busy and you can end up in a lot of traffic that you didn't expect. And you can just focus in on however things around you are affecting you instead of just looking to honor the people that are around and understand, you know, well, you know, Stinks that I have a fifteen minutes extra drive, but obviously you know something happened, and perhaps someone was hurt or something happened that caused this delay and I think having the impulse to honor somebody first and not just thinking about how things affect you is really important
0: yeah um l a traffic is definitely a good example yeah. of uh, of that. Mm-hmm. We tend to think that our driving skills are are the best, and um so another good question would be how do we honor, uh, people even when they don't honor us, like on in LA traffic or in the street? Mm-hmm.
1: I I think it's learning to just do what, what you feel called to do um, to love someone and then live with the results. Sometimes they won't receive that love or that care in the way that you would hope, but I think you have to just ask yourself the question, like, did I act lovingly? Did I seek to honor them? And if you can honestly say that, then I think then you just say, I can give up the, the results. Sometimes they're not going to take that in a good way or it's going to come back negatively, but I honestly tried my best to love and honor that person. I think it's just really important. and I think generally you do know when that's happened and you have an idea of like, okay, this... I'm acting in good faith. I really am trying. So generally, you know um, if you are or not. And then at the end of the day, you say, you know what? Perhaps that guy in traffic or that relationship, I really tried. But that's that's all I can do.
0: Yeah. Um, we we always do sort of think to ourselves, like, how how's the best way I can, you know, talk to someone or how's the best way I can show someone I'm honoring them with without them taking offense and and like you said it's it's not necessarily trying to avoid that it's just doing and and helping in, in the ways that you know how to cuz it's you know it's practice it's repetition you can't just expect to be uh, so good at like honoring people without giving it a try first mm-hmm. and and I think sometimes we think well if we can't honor someone in the way they want to be honored or we can't uh honor someone in the best way then we can just kind of keep to ourselves or we can just leave people just kind of where they are um and that's not how we grow that's not how we become better and and closer knit as a community it is taking the uh the risks that come with you know saying something that you think might rattle them in a certain way or might you know
1: yeah and i i, I heard from someone recently that i thought it was really good that We often are seeking 10 out of 10 friendships, you know, like where, okay, well, that person hurt me or that situation was hard, so I'm going to go continue to seek the, basically the Loch Ness Monster. I'm going to seek this one, like, super rare friend that, you know, we just line up on everything. And I mean, you and me are that, Cameron, but other than than that, it's, 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 there's, Very few of those that you'll ever experience in your life where it's like, wow, you're like the same person. Most friendships take work and they're hard, and it almost always, if you're actually really spending a lot of time with somebody, it's going to involve some conflict and working through it. And to have friends, eventually you're going to have to forgive, eventually, you're going to have to just say, you know what, I'm going to choose to see the best in that person and seek to honor him or her and just say, I, I'm going to look, look for the best and not focus on whatever negative perhaps has happened.
0: Yeah. We, um, we tend to get caught up in how our friends uh, are or how, you know, they, they can be, but it's, are you being the perfect friend? Like, is that a standard that you set for yourself? Because how, how can you set that for others if you don't set that for yourself? Yeah. And that's not like you know saying that you should be the perfect person all the time, be the perfect friend. It's maybe just saying like step back and and think about what what that means to expect uh, the perfect friend or to expect you know someone to react in a certain way. I think we're all we're all different, and we all show love and kindness in different ways. And sometimes someone else's love and kindness towards you. Um, may not be perceived by you that way you you might just think oh they're just doing what they do but they're actually going out of their way to to love you and honor you Mm -hmm. so it it definitely is uh, self-reflection and you should definitely always think to yourself well what am i contributing to this friendship is you know am i just like putting a little bit in and then walking away or am i really trying to you know figure out and get to know this other person um, as much as they're trying to, you know, figure out and get me, um, yeah. cause, and, and it's not always that, you know, cut and dry. It's not always that easy cause you will have friends or people around you that aren't trying as hard. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't care. You know, there's something they're probably going through, something they're dealing with. And it's, you know, we all have that kind of wear and tear every so often we have those weeks. And so it's it's looking past that and looking past the you know, the pain and the, and maybe the uh, the sluggishness of that week for that person and really you know, saying to yourself well how how can I be a blessing, this week for this person because, mm-hmm. you know if two people are having a bad week, you know they might not be seeing eye to eye as much but that doesn't mean, that they they can't you know come to an understanding a common ground yeah yeah, um, and we we tend to be you know a bit bigots when when we have our own opinions we kind of want to protect them we want to make sure that our opinions are are like a concrete thing Um, but how can we uh, we we can easily slip into um, like wearing that on our sleeve and and so how do you think we can put our criticisms aside and uh, value people through flaws, or value things through flaws.
1: I think it's by constantly just looking at others through through the lens of Jesus that we would recognize that Jesus died for our sins, and so Jesus also died for that person's sins. And uh, if you continue to look at people through those eyes, and you say, "No, perhaps we agree on some things pretty strongly," but I choose to disagree. And at times, like if you want to change someone's opinion, then sometimes you have to, you know, actually spend time around that person and engage. And so if you really are concerned about something that someone else thinks, I think that you have to have a relationship to move them in any sort of direction. And obviously there's certain topics perhaps that you wouldn't want to discuss with certain people, but I think there's a lot of ways that we can change people if we're willing to hang in there and be in in relationship with them. And I think so often in our world today, we do practice bigotry where we're intolerant of the person because of something that he or she believes. And we just get further and further divided and there's less diversity for all of us to enjoy and experience because we just get further into our own camps and beliefs on things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think we do tend to, uh, uh, be like, we, we tend to project what we feel onto the world. Um, mm-hmm. and I think we can get caught up in that so much that we just feel like it's life. Like that's just how things are done. Mm-hmm. Like you see things through a certain lens, but you can change that lens. Uh, if you just look at it, you know, through, through someone else's eyes, we, we do tend to, um, like I said, if if you're self-critical, you tend to be more critical on others. If, if you judge yourself, you tend to judge others. So I do think, in a lot of ways, if you are being a little more critical, you might want to reflect on how critical you're being on yourself, mm-hmm. uh, how how harsh you are on yourself and, and your flaws, because we all have flaws. There's mm-hmm. flaws in everything in life. And, and I think that's what shows us what good things are, is we, we can compare and we can kind of look at what we have but it's not just you know looking past those flaws it's it's just acknowledging that they're there and that they might not change and they might but you know you uh putting harsh words or, or maybe putting harsh feelings onto that isn't going to help that get any better yeah like like you said having a conversation talking with someone not um trying to find maybe not necessarily trying to find common ground but trying to find a place within yourself where you can be content with the fact that you're not like someone, um, that you're not like this person, or you don't have, you know, similar things. But there there's a bit of beauty in that. Um, and I think if we just try hard to to find beauty instead of finding the flaws, we... Mm-hmm. We tend to our perspectives change on the on the whole world. You know? Like
1: you said, yeah, I think ultimately ends up like you're easier on yourself too. I mean I've heard heard it said you know he or she is much harder on himself or herself than she is on you. And it's like, yeah, it's, if you're hard on others, then generally you're also hard on yourself. And I just think it's it's really important. that's kind of a, a wrap up thought for this this series and these series of, of podcasting about diversity to continue to seek diverse relationships and communities because we like the idea of it, but I don't think we actually practice it as well as, as we think, because we have certain groups of people who we would say, Oh, I don't want to like participate in, in those communities or those places, but it's important for us to actually have honest conversations. It's very hard to hate somebody when you're sitting across from them.
0: Self, self-sacrifice is uh definitely something we talk about but don't always act out mm-hmm. um we live you know it's it's easy to to become a part of society because you know we're human beings and we we want to be like others i think and i that's why community is so important to us mm-hmm. but at the same time it can be damaging because we don't because uh, we don 't seek out the right communities we don 't seek out other communities or different communities, we seek out uh, our own community mm-hmm. um, and and that 's not you know living or sacrificing yourself to a greater thing. Um, I think there 's definitely honor in trying your hardest to be in a different community, um, but not you know not thinking to yourself how you 'll fit into that community but how that maybe maybe not how that community fits in to you but how you can be a blessing in that area even if it's to your detriment because i think what we what we tend to get so wrapped up in our heads about is you know will they accept me and and that can easily become well if i don't accept them then it doesn't matter whether they accept me or not and that's that's I think what we have to look out for, yeah. is are you is your image greater than someone else's uh, happiness? Is your image greater than than someone else's community with you? And that's something we I think we struggle with every day with image and with especially like media and how we can see people instantly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we're uh, we're at time so. Thank you again, Brian. Thank you, Cameron. For joining us. Yeah. Um, And uh, thank you, everyone else out there, for joining us today with uh, Glendale Post Sermon. We uh, have media for the podcast at Glendale Post Sermon on Instagram. Um, And you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church of Christ on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, And you can find me, Cameron, on Insta at Cameron the Voice to connect. All right, well, thanks again, Brian, and we'll uh, see you next time, everyone.